Bible prophesied of a unique time on earth. Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. Let's see here. Today is 4 April 2021. It's Sunday. It's time for the Prophecy Update of the Week. And we have one visitor today, Lori from Northport. And it's wonderful to have her here. And uh, Northport's just down the way, but uh, she uh, came to attend with us on Resurrection Day. And uh, that just comes to mind right now as um, a lot of people get bent out of shape when you hear the term Easter. It's not really uh, uh, something that people should get bent out of shape over. We, I call it Resurrection Day because it's the, it, it takes care of any uh, difficulty that somebody may have. Resurrection Day obviously points to Christ's resurrection. The word Easter does not come from something like Ishtar. People like to make stuff up and they like to say, well, you know, it, it, that's a pagan ritual. And that's not where it comes from. It comes from the Germanic languages. Uh, the Old English and Old German word for Easter is Oster, O-E-S-T-E-R. And so uh, what it means is East, okay? And that's when the sun is in the East this time of year. And so every culture on the planet understands that this is the time of year when things come back to life. It's after the winter. It's when things are renewed. And the Lord picked the seasons in order to show us you know, the stars are for signs and seasons, and then the seasons are to give us hints of what God is doing in redemptive history. He's given us this time of the year for the resurrection. He's given us times of the year for certain harvests. You've got the uh, barley harvest and the wheat harvest and the uh, grape harvest. And each of those prefigure something going on in redemptive history. So if somebody says happy Easter to you, please don't get crazy on them. Just tell them Happy Easter or Happy Resurrection Day because it does not come from Ishtar. It is not the mother-daughter or mother-son cult worship. That's not it at all. It simply means from the East because the sun is in the East at this time of the year, and it's uh, celebrating that time of year when Christ came out of the grave. There you go. That's my little plug for people not getting legalistic. Um, Before we get into our first category, I got a list of things that a number of common measures are in place in the United Kingdom. And I thought I'd read to you the difference between what we are doing right here at the Superior Word and other churches that are in uh, free states, not communist states, but free states, and uh, the difference between us and them. So you can feel bad for your friends in the UK if they get to church at all. Uh, Here are some of the limitations they have. Services should be carried out in the shortest time possible. Well, if you're at the uh, Superior Word, you're going to be here for at least two or three hours, and we might extend it if you want to uh, try to impose a regulation like that on us. We might just make it all day. Um, And that's to ensure safety and minimize infection spread. Well, I'm sorry, if you're in there for 15 minutes or for four hours, you're in there with everybody. So that's nonsense. Worshippers should wear face coverings, I would call them facial diapers, and keep a two-meter distance from anyone not from their own household or support bubble. So now we have support bubbles, okay? (laughs) If you are in somebody's support bubble, then uh, who can we get? You've been on the camera. Greg, come up here a minute. Um, 
we're going to violate that right now okay so come on over here you are no he's not in my family and he's also not in my support bubble okay so we are within two meters of each other right now don't go away uh people must not mingle with anyone not in their own household or support bubble we're mingling right now okay and should be encouraged to move on promptly afterwards please don't go stay here for a minute okay um if shoes are removed which I don't even know what shoes are, so this is an improper uh, item anyway. But if shoes are removed before a service, people should avoid touching other people's footwear. If you touch my feet, you're out of here, buddy. Um, let's see here. Items such as prayer mats. We don't do that. Uh, that's a different religion. Uh, service sheets, whatever they are. Religious texts or hymn books uh, should not be shared. Well, I'd like you here. Let me see. This is a Bible. This is... This is, oops, don't drop the Bible, Charlie. This is the Holy Bible, and we've been reading from it today in here. I want you to hold that. They should not be shared. We're sharing our religious texts. Um, worshipers should bring their own and then take them home. Okay, you can't take that home. This is the church copy. Okay, uh, let's see here. If people can't bring their own books, places of worship can offer a selection for individuals to use, but these should be quarantined for 48 hours before and after use. Well, if you feel that bad about it, here's some hand sanitizer we've never used. Um, but uh, we're not going to do that. These are not going to be quarantined. We don't quarantine the word of God, okay? Uh, those giving and receiving food and drink in a service must observe strict precautions. Well, I'd like you all to know that we've got a whole table full of food in back, and it's just pick out what you want. It's This is finger picking, okay? So at the halftime, you just get whatever you want. There's donuts. There's all kinds of fruit. It's all mixed up together. Just grab away. We're not doing that here. Uh, spoken responses from worshipers should be uttered softly. How about this? Jesus is risen. Yes. Amen. Okay, we violated that one too. Okay, and there should be no communal singing. We already did that, so we're in violation of that. Or chanting indoors. We we don't chant here. I'm sorry. That's we don't do that to reduce the risk of transmission. So we just violated every one of their precepts. Thank you for being a part of it. And uh, there you go. That is uh, that's our. What does it mean when a pastor says he's almost finished? It uh, means he's got at least 10 more minutes Absolutely and maybe nothing. an hour to go. Right. That's <laughs> right. That's exactly right. When you say we're almost finished, we ain't almost finished. All right. Good deal. So we have our first category as, oh, and I, my heart goes out to the people in the UK and other places, the communist states that are California, et cetera, that are locked down. Uh, uh, Canada, we'll have something about Canada in here today. My heart goes out to these people because we can worship freely here. Nobody has given us any grief at all. We've never locked down one Sunday. I, we've had two people wear a mask, maybe three in the past year. And, uh, you know, that's their choice. Nobody is told they have to or they can't. That's their choice completely. And uh, so I just, my heart goes out to people that cannot worship at the church of their choice. And, uh, you know, then we have the people that attend online at the Superior Word because they don't have any church at all in their hometown or they have bad churches. And uh, we love them. We always take communion here, the Lord's Supper, and we do that with them online. And it's always an honor to uh, have people email me and say that, you know, we take it at the same time with you and we thank you. I always raise the, uh, the wine and the bread to them first because it's honoring of them who cannot attend with us in person. But anyway, there you go with that. Our first category, as always, is Israel. From all Israel, employees can be fired 
for not vaccinating, refusing testing Israeli court rules. Okay. Now I have a feeling that this will be overthrown after the ruling that I read last week, the Supreme court overruled this thing about the nonsense at the airport, etc. And so, but for right now, this is like their, you know, employee group and they say that you can be fired. So I'll read this and then we'll hope that this will be overthrown by the Supreme court of Israel. An Israeli labor court has ruled that an employee who has not been vaccinated and opts not to submit to regular COVID-19 testing can be fired. The precedent setting case was decided in a Tel Aviv labor court. There you go. Uh, while it is, it will likely be appealed as it should be, and it should be thrown out. The case sets the groundwork for a tide of lawsuits currently being filed by employees in Israel since the implementation of the green passport system, which indicates whether a person has been vaccinated or recovered from COVID-19. Since the green passport was approved by the Knesset last month, some municipalities, government institutions, and private companies have made employment contingent upon possession of this new digital vaccination or COVID-19 recovery documentation. Cases of dismissal are now being challenged in court. In the precedent-setting ruling, a Tel Aviv labor court ruled that a school worker who exercised her right to not be vaccinated or undergo COVID testing does not outweigh the respondent's right and duty to care for the welfare of the students, educational staff, and students' parents. I'll stop right there and I'll say, this is a burden on the individual, okay? If you want to go out and be COVID vaccinated, that's your choice. If you want to wear a mask, that is your choice. I was at Publix yesterday and I had, happened to me, what happened to you a couple days ago, is somebody accosted me, some liberal from up in uh, New York, and he wanted to give me grief because I wasn't wearing a mask. And he started yelling at the girl behind the counter, doesn't he have to wear a mask, doesn't it? And she said, no, we don't require that there. And he kept going. And so finally I said, you're a Democrat, aren't you? And he said, yes, I am. And I said, well, that explains it. You know, I just, these people. So, and we had this also at Spanish Point as well. Oh, I'll, I'll stop right there. Whenever somebody comes to Sarasota to visit, I always try to take a Friday afternoon if I can get free and take them to Spanish Point. It's my favorite place in Sarasota. I've been there hundreds of times. I'm probably their most common uh, person to go there. I go there in the summer with people and there won't be anybody else there but us. So uh, I will no longer go there. They require outdoors on 150 acres, a mask. And so I will no longer go there. That happened a couple days ago with two people I took there. And uh, a lady came running at me, literally running at me from ballpark away uh, to let me know that I needed to put on a mask. And of course she didn't run to the two ladies that were over there that weren't wearing a mask either. She came at me. So, uh, there's the, uh, handsome guy with the beard and I can, I can, you know, get him. Yeah, it's crazy. So I will no longer be going there. It's kind of unfortunate because it's a really wonderful place. And I, there's nothing else I want to go to in Sarasota. I mean, she was, she was, they're volunteers there, which the whole point is that they want to exercise their authority. Yeah. Well, they want to exercise their authority and show how powerful they are because they got no life of their own. Typical Democrat. Um, No, that's exactly it. If the mask and if the vaccine work, why do I need to wear a mask or be vaccinated? And that's the point here. Well, that's, that's the way that's their logic. 
So anyway, you see what's going on in Israel, and I'm on the argument that it should be just the opposite of what they're doing, and I think the Supreme Court will agree with this, or I hope that is the case. While the court stressed that vaccination cannot be imposed and that requiring the employee to be tested against her will did impact her fundamental right to bodily autonomy, they acknowledged that, it ruled that the rights and health concerns of the students, their parents, and the school staff are undisputed. Judge, I can't pronounce her first name anyway, last name is Kleinman, weighed the existing information on the vaccine's efficiency in preventing infections against the obvious and immediate harm that could be done to the students with special needs who cannot adhere to distancing rules. In issuing her decision, she said the balance between the employee's rights and those of the students tips clearly in favor of the latter. I would argue against that. Oh, and the people that were yelling at me yesterday in the store were this close to me. You know, I should have said, you know, you're violating your own social distancing, loser, but I didn't. Um, From the Jerusalem Post, Cyprus to recognize Israeli green passport open for Israel tourists. So if you have a green passport from Israel, you can now go to Cyprus. Anybody else is excluded. Cyprus will recognize Israeli green passports beginning April 1st. Ashkenazi spoke with his Cypriot counterpart and thanked him, telling him to prepare the beaches, hotels, and restaurants for Israelis who are waiting to return to Cyprus. Israelis who have been vaccinated will be allowed to enter the country without showing a negative coronavirus test and will not need to enter quarantine. Greece will open up to 10,000 vaccinated Israelis every week. The tourists who enter Greece will likewise not have to undergo COVID-19 testing or quarantine upon entry. Well, as we've seen in the weeks past, we'll probably see today, and I've got another 50 articles uh, saved in my file at home, is that the number of people that are getting COVID after getting vaccinated is immense. And so that's the stupidest law on the planet. Well, you've been vaccinated, you can get come in without getting tested. It's, it's crazy. For Governor DeSantis, who has, has, has a brain. Right, and, and, and has passed his uh, mandate this week that's right. What he said, in case the people online can't hear, is that Governor DeSantis has banned passports, these COVID passports. You are not allowed to do that in Florida. We are not going to participate in that. And it is creating a two-tier system, and he is not going to allow that. And so there you go with that. From the Times of Israel, Israel to allow large Independence Day celebrations for the vaccinated. As Israel's coronavirus cases continue to plummet, officials will not impose new restrictions during the upcoming spring holidays and will authorize Independence Day and Memorial Day events to take place, big of them. The official state Memorial Day and Independence Day ceremonies on April 13th through 15th will be held, but with a smaller crowd than usual. All participants will also be required to carry a green passport, proof of vaccination with both anti-COVID-19 doses or recovery from the virus. Municipalities will be permitted to hold Independence Day celebrations for the vaccinated. You got a two-tier system. Exactly what DeSantis says is not going to happen in Florida. In locales with limited risk infection, depending on the size of the venue, up to 3,000 vaccinated people will be allowed to gather indoors, 5,000 outdoors. They pick these arbitrary numbers, which they've been doing since the beginning of this. Ten people in this church, you know, you got 15,000 people in some churches, you got 50 in the superior word, and you can have the same number in both churches. It's just ridiculous. They just make stuff up as they go. In areas with a higher risk of infection, gatherings will be permitted for up to 300 indoors and 500 outdoors. If they get it, they get it. 
doesn't matter if there's two or 200 or 2,000. It's crazy. Jerusalem Post. IDF accidentally reveals location of secret bases online. Oops. In an apparent blunder of operational security, the IDF Home Front Command published location of secret IDF bases. IDF's Home Front Command uploaded a map of coronavirus testing facilities across the country, and they gave away state secrets, which included sites on IDF bases. This not only provided the locations of IDF bases, but revealed previously secret military intel and Air Force bases. The map was created in cooperation with the health ministry and made available to Israeli citizens until it was removed. The map was detailed enough to include boundaries and names of the bases, all because of the sniffles. From Christian News Today, Nathan Troutman says, I just wanted to let you know that I've completed the Genesis sermons and introduced others to them, hoping they will finish them as well. It is amazing how Jesus is in every word, and it made the study so exciting. So thank you for that, Nathan. From the New York Post, Amish community may have reached COVID herd immunity, health official says. Now, this has got people in an uproar. They're in a panic over this because these Amish are not getting vaccinated. They're not going out and social distancing. They're not doing any of these things. And they're in an uproar over this possible happening. An Amish community in Pennsylvania may have become the first group in the United States to achieve herd immunity. The administrator of a medical center, I'm putting this under Christian news because they're following Christian practices, and that's why this is the way it is. Um, Medical center in the heart of Lancaster County's New Holland Borough, which is known for its Amish and Mennonite communities, estimates that as many as 90% of the religious families have had at least one family member infected with the virus. So, you would think if COVID was as contagious as they say, it would go through like a tsunami. And it did, said Alan Hoover, an administrator with the parochial medical center, which caters to the religious community and has 33,000 patients. The Amish and Mennonite groups initially complied with stay-at-home orders at the beginning of the pandemic, shuttering schoolhouses and canceling church services. But by late April, they had had enough. By late April, they had resumed worship services where they shared communion cups and holy kisses, a church greeting among believers. Soon after, the virus tore through the religious enclave. It was bad here in the spring, one patient right after another. In late April and early May, the county's positivity rate for COVID-19 tests exceeded 20%. But Hoover said that it's impossible to know the full extent of the virus outbreak since he estimates that fewer than 10% of patients displaying symptoms consented to being tested. The medical center saw on average nearly a dozen infections a day or around 15% of the patients it serves daily, Hoover said. While infections ebbed through the summer before picking up again in the fall, Hoover said new cases are now far and few in between. The center hasn't had a patient present with virus symptoms in roughly six weeks, but some experts are more skeptical that a large outbreak has led to widespread immunity in the community. Eric Lofgren, an infectious disease epidemiologist at Washington State University, said herd immunity is possible, but rare. Now, just so you know, before I go on, Herd immunity on the CDC website until last October meant that you got the disease and then you were immune to it. Never said anything about immunizations, ever. 
until last October, and they added that in as herd immunity is a result of immunizations. Okay, yeah. just so you know that that is something they added in during this this uh, thing that's going on. It would be the first general population in the United States that has done it. Though experts have suggested that as many as 90% of people would need to be infected to achieve herd immunity, others said the exact threshold is still unclear. The key is that there is not necessarily a magic number, said David Dowdy, a professor in the epidemiology department at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. Previous infections also might not be enough to protect against new variants of the virus, some experts have warned. The only true herd immunity they had to throw this in that we can bring as a community is for people to get vaccinated. So they are panicking because this community is not, and they're saying, well, that's impossible. They have to get vaccinated. That was never on CDC guidelines until last October. And they've been around for quite a while, folks. They didn't just start the CDC six months ago. Okay. Global news. Pastor James Coates, this is a guy up and I mentioned him just in passing last week. He's a pastor up in Canada. Okay. Pastor James Coates returns to Grace Life. Grace Life Church's parking lot was full Sunday morning as Pastor James Coates returned for the first Sunday service since he was released from the Edmonton Remand Center. He was arrested for preaching in his church. A global news crew saw Coates entering the church around 9 a.m. Sunday, stopping to hug and shake hands with congregants as they entered the church, the vast majority without masks. Everybody's worried about this. Let them live their lives. Okay, and then they the article went on and on how the neighbors are all up in arms that this guy would dare go out and listen. Those I'll, I'll say this to the two New Yorkers that were in Publix yesterday that came after me. Just go back to New York, live your own life and lock yourself away. But let people have their own lives. Thank goodness for Ron DeSantis as our governor from Mid East and Africa, from the times of Israel. And first, under Biden, U.S. announces $15 million in aid to Palestinians. Okay, so we had Trump who cut everything out and said, we're not doing this. And they've got that, but they've got other things that they're doing as well, just so you're aware of this. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Greenfield announced that Washington will send $15 million in COVID-related humanitarian aid to Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza. Does anybody know why they said it's for COVID-related relief? Does anybody remember why we're not allowed to send money to these people pay to slay remember that they pay their people hundreds of millions of dollars every year for killing jews and the ones that have killed jews the more jews they've killed the more money they get etc okay by law the taylor force act in the united states of america says we cannot give them money except for certain reasons so everything gets put in there as humanitarian and then we can give it to them but it doesn't matter where something comes out if it comes out of this pocket or this pocket it's still paying to kill Jews. And we have a law that says we are not to do this, but they're going back over it. The package will be the first such funds transferred under the Biden administration, which has vowed to restore financial assistance to the Palestinians that was cut almost entirely by former President Trump. The Taylor Force, there it is, Taylor Force Act passed by the U.S. Congress in 2018 bars Washington from sending aid that will directly benefit the Palestinian Authority as long as Ramallah continues sending regular stipends to those convicted of acts of terrorism. However, the humanitarian aid announced by Greenfield would not violate the legislation which Biden admin has vowed to uphold. Well, actually it does because they're funding them. It's just going into something and saying it's not funding them. But doesn't matter if somebody gives me $5 for this and $5 for this this. It's in the same guy's hands. Okay. Times of Israel. 
I ran, speaking of that, guess what? I found $5 on the ground cleaning the mall a day ago. Yeah, best day of my life. Okay, the reason why that's funny is because we have a, a penny-picking-up contest at the projects every week. Well, I didn't win for like the fourth time in 15 years, okay? I got slaughtered. But I kept reminding them throughout the entire time that I was being slaughtered that I found $5 on the ground. So that's why that's funny to everybody here. Okay. The Times of Israel, Iran rejects halting enriching uranium to 20% in return for some sanction relief. The Biden admin is planning to offer to lift some sanctions on Iran if the Islamic Republic stops work on advanced centrifuges and enriching uranium up to 20%. A person familiar with the matter was quoted by the news site as saying the offer was more than anything about trying to get the conversation started. Okay, so we've made this offer, but Iran rejected the offer bluntly, with the state-run Press TV saying on its website, a senior Iranian official tells Press TV that Tehran will stop its 20% uranium enrichment only if the U.S. lifts all of its sanctions on Iran first. They are dictating this narrative. They continue to do it, and it's very sad that we would even deal with these people, but guess who's in, in the White House, and it's very sad that that's the case. From Zero Hedge, Iran and China signed massive 20, you know, I didn't just lose yesterday. It was like 12 to 30 or something. It was a slaughter. 32. 32. Thank you for reminding me. And not only that, but, you know, we what we do is if we go out and we find an equal number, okay, and every denomination, if you find a dollar bill, it's the same as a penny. Everything is the same. If you get 12 and I get 12, then the denominations are counted and who has the most. Well, she was finding quarters and dimes and nickels all day. It was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Uh, didn't bother me. I stewed all night. I couldn't sleep. Uh, you know, you need to move back a couple of rows, please. Okay, Times of Israel. Um, let's see here. Zero Hedge is the next article. Um, Iran and China sign massive 25-year deal. This is something we reported on that was coming. It has now come. And so I'm following up with that. $400 billion Chinese infrastructure investment for oil. Increasingly, it appears that so-called rogue states and those under Washington's wrath and sanctions are coming together to combat U.S. dominance across the globe. It was a process already set in motion after years of aggressive U.S. attempts to enforce a ban on Iranian and Venezuelan oil as a prime example. For starters, China and Russia have been major players in helping to circumvent U.S. attempts to blockade Venezuelan and Iranian crude. This major China-Iran news to some degree formalizes this. China and Iran, both subject to U.S. sanctions, signed a 25-year cooperation agreement to strengthen their long-standing economic and political alliance. Long in the negotiating process, with a couple years of frequent diplomatic and presidential trips and exchanges of delegations between the capitals of Tehran and Beijing, the accord cements Iran's entry into Xi's multi-trillion dollar Belt and Road Initiative, which seeks to open a trade superhighway linking China with all of Eurasia. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi told his Iranian counterpart Zarif, relations between the two countries have now reached the level of strategic partnership and China seeks to comprehensively improve relations with Iran. Our relations with Iran will not be affected by the current situation, but will be permanent and strategic. 
Iran decides independently on its relations with other countries and is not like some countries that change their position with one phone call. The deal dubbed the Comprehensive Strategic Partnership is rare for the highly isolated Islamic Republic, given the last similar deal with a major power was with Russia all the way back in 2001 and dealt primarily with development of nuclear energy. The past few years have witnessed China rise to the biggest single importer of Iranian oil. Beijing plans to direct some $400 billion into Iranian infrastructure in exchange for oil as a key part of the deal. Well, the reason why this is going on is because Washington is in the back pocket of China. And that's why they want Iran to benefit, because when Iran benefits, then China will continue to benefit and they will prosper. This all goes back to what's going on in Washington, D.C. with something called the begins with an S, ends with a P. Anybody has WAM in the middle with the swamp? Thank you. All right. This all has to do with that, which uh, unfortunately our previous president was not able to completely get rid of. And now they're back in full force and we're facing these things all over again. Dangerous world we live in. From Mongolia, from Mena FN, strict measures to be announced in Mongolian capital. Mongolia's, and I said this was going to happen. I said, as soon as they have their lockdowns ended, which lasted like a whole year, remember that? I said, as soon as they do, they're going to get these cases going through the the, uh, roof because this is what happens. Until you get it through you, you don't get it through you. You can do this forever. What is it? Italy and France and Germany, all these people are locking down again. It doesn't make any sense. It's literally crazy. Mongolia's State Emergency Commission has announced the health ministry's plan to enforce a stringent 14-day lockdown like it's going to do any good at all in the capital beginning on Saturday in order to tackle a revival of COVID-19 infections, which I said at least 100 times in the past two years is going to happen. I know that's an exaggeration both on the number of years and the number of times I said it. I was just saying it, okay? That was me being me. So don't send me an email saying it's only been a year since COVID came out. Uh, Okay, during the last uh, 24 hours, meaning this past Monday, the Asian country has seen a record high of 575 new locally transmitted COVID-19 cases, with 400 of them identified in Ulaanbaatar. Infections have recently topped 300 a day, mainly in Ulaanbaatar, which is home to more than half of the country's 3.3 million population. Okay, I said it was going to happen. Of course it's going to happen until this gets through all the world's population. But if you want to scare the world into submission, this is how you do it. Just go to Publix where all the tourists are right now and you'll find that out. Publix is probably very relieved though. They close every resurrection day. They've been doing it since I was a boy. And all of those employees, they are having the time of their life today because they've had to put up with the abuse of these people. And you walk through and they say, it's so nice to talk to somebody from here that's smiling and isn't yelling at me. Just, it's so sad, so sad. Anyway, yeah, I, I will give you a hint. When you get upset at the store because something is not on the shelf, or if you get upset in the store because uh, somebody beat you to this and you didn't get it, don't yell at the girl behind the counter. She doesn't stock the shelf. She doesn't care what happens with the other customers. She is there to check you out. I never get over people that stand there and yell at these girls behind the counter. Why would you do that? Don't do that to people, okay? They're just there. And I say girls. There are guys behind the counters too. I know it was a little sexist of me, but... Yeah, watch out, Charlie. All right. Daniel 12 Technology from CNET. Scientists grow human tear glands in a lab and actually make them cry. 
Yes, this is important now. I know it sounds goofy, but this is really important. Disembodied human tear glands that cry sound something like it's out of a sci-fi movie, but in the Netherlands, functional tear glands that don't attach to anyone's eyes or emotions are starring in their own real-life drama. Researchers from the Hubrecht Institute and UMHC Utrecht used stem cells to grow tiny tear glands in a petri dish that mimic the real thing. They hope these so-called organoids can serve as models for studying how cells in the human tear glands produce tears. Anybody here got dry eyes? Okay, this would help you. The ultimate goal to better understand and treat conditions such as dry eye disease or the autoimmune disorder Sorgen's syndrome, as well as cancers of the tear gland. Hopefully, in the future, this type of organoid may even be transplantable to patients with non-functioning tear glands, says a doctoral candidate at the Hubricht Institute for Developmental Biology and Stem Cell Research. Organoids are built in vitro in 3D suspension from a small number of stem cells that eventually multiply to form something resembling a real organ, such as a mini brain, bladder, or in this case, the glands located inside the upper eyelid. Tear or lacrimal glands continuously supply fluid that's wiped across the surface of the eye every time we blink and then drains into small holes in the corners of our upper and lower lids before traveling down our tear ducts to the nose. In addition to displaying emotion, the fluid is essential to the eye's health, lubricating the cornea and helping ward off bacteria. Tear gland dysfunction can be annoying causing scratching, stinging, or burning sensations and sensitivity to light. But it can also be serious, leading to corneal abrasions or ulcerations or even blindness in the most severe cases. Tear glands are made up of several kinds of cells. The lab-grown glands out of the Netherlands are made up of just one type, ductal, and cry in response to chemical stimuli such as noradrenaline, a neurotransmitter that sends a message from our neurons to our tear glands. The cells shed tears on the inside of the organoid, causing it to balloon up. Our eyes are always wet, as are the tear glands in a dish. It's not like you'd walk into Clever's lab and see big tear-shaped drops floating in jars. The cells shed tears on the inside of the organoid, called the lumen. This causes the organoid to swell up like a balloon, with the size indicating how much tear production and secretion is going on. Uh, it is. It's incredible that they are doing this, and they will be able to help people with these problems someday. Mail online. Talking about eyes. Wearing contact lenses. Anybody here got contact lenses on? Wearing contact lenses in the shower can increase your risk of developing a painful sight-threatening infection up to sevenfold study warrant. So don't wear them in the shower. The habits of 78 contact lens wearers were analyzed by researchers. Of these, 37 had previously developed contact lens-related microbial keratitis. The risk of infection increased with the frequency of showering. Those who slept with their lenses also increased their risk around threefold. So take out your lenses when you take a shower and when you sleep. Okay? Revelation Plagues today from the Gateway Pundit. Okay, this is, I reported on this two weeks ago in the United States, and I have a current number for the United States, but also in, in Europe, just so you're aware of what's going on. From Europe. And they have not had that many vaccinations in Europe. We are way, 
way ahead of them. I read that in a report this morning. They're like 10% of where we are, but here's the numbers from Europe. From Europe, 3,964 people have died from adverse drug reactions for COVID-19 vaccines, and it includes 162,610 injuries. There you go with that. From the United States, as of just yesterday, I went on to the CDC website, and they just reported this yesterday, 2,509 reports of death as of 3 April, and then uh, plus 300 from a week ago when I gave you the last stat. So 300 people have lost their lives in the past week getting the vaccine. Okay, New York Post. New York, New Jersey, now leading the country in COVID-19 infections. Oh, surprise, surprise. These guys are coming down here and wearing masks and telling us to get out of the store while they do their shopping. And it's their states that are having the problems. New York and New Jersey now have the highest rates of COVID-19 infection in the country. This was a couple days ago. It may have changed since then. The Empire State has averaged 548 cases for every 100,000 residents over the past 14 days only surpassed by the Garden State with 647 cases. Despite vaccination efforts, New York has not seen a dramatic reduction in infections. The alarming trend comes even as New York continues to relax coronavirus restrictions, which they should, and these numbers will go down like ours do. Mail online, Texas COVID numbers fall for the 17th consecutive day. This was about four days ago, five days ago, following Governor Abbott's 100% reopening of the state and lifting of the mask mandate, a move that Biden infamously called Neanderthal thinking. Exactly the opposite is true. It's the ones in Washington, D.C. that are the Neanderthals that can't see what's going on here. Mail online, reinstate the mask mandate. Biden pleads with Republican governors to stop reopening, even though their numbers are dropping as he announces expanded COVID shot eligibility and plan to get vaccine sites within five miles of most Americans, begging us to go back to where we were, where numbers were higher. Zero hedge. UK Supreme Court judge expects people will be forced to wear masks and stay home for anybody read this? 10 years. Yeah. British former Supreme Court judge, Lord Sumption, I guess is how you pronounce his name, S-U-M-P-T-I-O-N, Sumption, Sumption, whatever, has warned that social controls brought about by the coronavirus pandemic may be kept in place by governments for up to a decade. Now, he's not a dummy. He's going to give you a parallel in recent history to justify what he's saying. Okay, so be patient. It's politically unrealistic to expect the government to backtrack now. Of course not. They put their foot in the door. They've got it commented by this guy who has been highly critical of the government's totalitarian lockdown policies. The judge compared the reaction to rationing after the Second World War, which went on for nine years, adding that this time I think it may be even longer. People were in favor of that because they were in favor of social control, he said during a sketch notes on podcast. In the 1951 general election, the Labor Party lost its majority entirely because people with five years more experience of social control got fed up with it. Sooner or later, that will happen in this country. Sumption's warning comes in the wake of Public Health England officials stating that restrictions will remain in place for as long as other countries have not vaccinated everyone, a process likely to take years. In my case, forever. As long as I'm alive, they will be locked down. Lord Sumption also noted during the podcast that scientists skeptical of lockdown policies have been subjected to an extraordinarily unpleasant campaign of personal abuse. 
I know a lot of people that would prefer not to put their head above the parapet. From the very moment I started to make these points, I began to get emails from politicians who agreed with what I had to say, but that they themselves did not dare speak out. That, I think, is a very serious state of affairs. The judge also argued that governments are using the virus politically, noting they have consistently tried to maintain that the virus is indiscriminate when it is perfectly well established that it primarily affects people with identifiable vulnerabilities, especially in the elderly. Speaking about the draconian crackdown on anti-lockdown protesters, Sumption said people ought to be entitled to voice their differences of opinion. Adding, if the only way you can enforce distancing is by beating people over the head with truncheons, then it's not worth it. Now that Brits have allowed society to be permanently deformed with polls routinely showing vehement support for lockdown and other pandemic rules, things are never going to be the same again. Having allowed the precedent that the government can put the entire population under de facto house arrest on a whim... Look for the policy to be repeated over and over again with different jurisdictions that have nothing to do with COVID-19. As we previously highlighted, one of those justifications will be man-made global warming with climate lockdowns set to become a regular reality. Okay, now I had one more article that I was going to read just the title from and tell you to read this article, but I don't want to read the title because somebody's bound to just shut us down when I say it, but uh, former vice president of Pfizer has come out and he has said why he thinks they are doing this. He says, there is no logical reason at all. And the only thing I can think of is, and then I will say it in a sentence. I'll say it out loud in another sentence so it doesn't pick up and you'll know uh, what he thinks it is. And I thought about how do you test that? Because you have, uh, there is a way of testing it. What I'm going to tell you, just wait for me to say something out loud in a couple minutes. But when I do, you'll know what his thought is on this. How do you test that? And the answer is lockdowns. Just remember that when I say this in a minute. From Morality Today, from the Christian Post, assisted suicide deaths soar in Victoria, Australia, as euthanasia becomes normalized globally. Very sad. Population control. From the Christian Post, Spain becomes fourth European country to legalize euthanasia, physician-assisted suicide. This is becoming the standard around the world now. Mail Online, Minnesota Theater cancels production of Cinderella because the cast is too white. Fox News, Tennessee becomes... Now listen to this article and the next article because they're obviously racing and somebody couldn't count to four. So we'll do this one first. Fox News, Tennessee becomes third state to pass transgender ban in women's sports. Mail Online, Arkansas becomes third state to ban transgender athletes from female sports and team schools and colleges as governor says law will help promote and maintain fairness. So one of them was third and one of them was fourth, but somebody couldn't count that high in the news media. Okay, um, CNN, South Dakota's governor issues executive orders banning transgender athletes from women's sports. So you got another one. These people are making these decisions right now for your benefit. Yahoo! Arkansas governor signs law letting doctors refuse to treat on basis of morality and religion. JTN, which is just the news. Professor can't be punished for not using transgender students' pronouns, appeal court rules. He can sue them for what they have done to him. Good job. From Sky News, this is Australia. No priority for basic spelling as classrooms focus on climate change, BLM, and gender fluidity. 
They don't want to teach you basic spelling anymore, but they will teach you that. From CBS, Sesame Street. Now, I want you to listen to this and think about what they're doing. And then I'll give you my comment at the end. Sesame Street introduces two new black Muppets to teach about race. Not that we don't know, hey, that guy's black, that guy's yellow, that guy's red, you know, that guy's ugly, talking about Charlie Garrett, okay? <laughs> Sesame Street has often introduced new Muppets to teach children about, now, tell me the common factor between these, autism, HIV, and homelessness. What's the common factor? There is something wrong with those categories. Everybody got that? Yeah. Now, the show's two newest characters, five-year-old Wes and his father, Elijah, will offer a lesson on race, as if there's something wrong with black people. This is an agenda to not exalt them, but to, yes, I, I'm telling you, this is bad. This is bad news that's going on. You've got these categories where there's a defect, and we're trying to tell you that the defect is okay. And then they do this with black people. They're not helping them at all. They are, they are bringing them to a state of contempt in their own eyes and they're doing it under the guise of saying we're doing it out of love that's not true or other i bet you not one of them goes to the projects in their hometown not none of them that have this agenda and help out on saturday morning like we do i bet you not one of them our other category blaze los angeles county votes for a 36 million dollar increase in funding for police after major surge in crime Oh, in the first two months of 2021, LAPD have fielded 88% more reports of shots fired than the same time period last year in 2020. Gunshot victims in LA are up 141% versus last year, and homicides are up 39%. Every one of those people that is the family of a homicide victim should be allowed to sue the politicians of everything they own for having done what they did. The extra funding... Passed with a unanimous 12 to 0 vote from the Metro Board of Directors, including a yay from Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. In June, Garcetti said he was committed to not increasing the police budget. We will not be increasing our police budget, adding that the city would be reinvesting in black communities and communities of color. And it didn't work out. Mail Online, New York City becomes the first city in the nation to end qualified immunity for police officers after slashing New York Police Department budget by $1 billion amid sweeping reforms. Police are no longer protected for their actions defending the people of that city that they're in. Council Speaker Corey Johnson hailed the legislation and said qualified immunity was rooted in our nation's history of systemic... Racism. The New York City bill also comes with several other bills and provisions taking authorities away from the New York Police Department and moving them to other agencies. From Sovereign Man, it's officially now an offense to leave England. After four hours of debate in the House of Commons, the United Kingdom has approved an emergency measure that will, among other restrictions, fine Brits who leave the country without a qualifying reason. Ironically, the British government insists they can legally impose these new rules because of authority that was granted to them under a law called the Public Health Act, which just happened to be passed in 1984. Starting on Monday, anyone who leaves, did you get that 1984 or well, okay. Um, starting on Monday, anyone who leaves England must submit papers and make a certified declaration of their reason for leaving. The authorities will then retain the discretion to fine travelers 5,000 pounds, which is nearly $7,000, if the reason is not valid. 
The government has provided a list of 14 valid excuses, such as professional football team traveling for a match. That is totally fine. But someone who wants to attend a religious pilgrimage is forbidden to travel. So is someone who wants to visit an elderly parent they haven't seen since 2019, unless it is a parent whom the traveler reasonably believes is dying. These new rules come despite members of parliament acknowledging in debate that 95% of Brits over the age of 60 have been vaccinated. This means that the most vulnerable population has been administered a vaccine that they insist is safe and effective. Can you imagine lockdown nation? I, unbelievable. Can't get on a plane and travel anymore. So they, they, if someone wants to, if one of the Islamics want to do the Hajj, I don't know that. Go? I don't know that. Can they go on the Hajj? Is his question, and I do not know that. But I'll bet you they're not going to turn them down. Yeah. Mail online. Surgeon loan miners crossing the border is expected to grow from 16,000 this month to 26,000 by September. If we don't get under control, it'll be a lot more than that. Despite Biden describing the situation as normal and saying it happens every single solitary year. <laughs> Mail online. Biden needs you. Feds, a guy that works for the federal government that attends online sent me this before. And I said, can I use this? Well, I don't need to now because it's in the public. But he sent me a letter saying that this is they're asking if what he just said in that last article is true. That happens every year. Why do we need this? Biden needs you. Feds beg for volunteers to deal with his migrant crisis. Biden administration has asked other federal agencies. They sent out a letter, all these agencies saying we need your help on the border to assist border officials amid a migrant surge. Volunteer deployments from other agencies would help CBP process unaccompanied minors. How can what he said to the American public be true if he's sending this to his own government? How can that be true? They're lying. Lying. Okay. I, uh, the guy that um, works for the government was in the service, and I was talking back. We'll say his name. I don't want to give his name without permission, but we'll say his name was uh, Happy. And so I'm, hey, Happy, and hey, Charlie, hey, Happy, and hey, Charlie. And then he said, oh, I was in the military, too. I was a major. And I said, hey, sir, hey, Charlie, hey, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's in me. Once you're in the military and you're enlisted, you never get that out of your head. So he said, oh, I started enlisted, though. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I can call him that, but probably not. I got to think about that. Anyway, good stuff. Um, let's see here. Um, American military news. I like this ruling. U.S. appeals court rules. Bump stock devices are not machine guns. They can't be, but that's what they said. They tried to put it on that. That's been overruled. Now you can go buy your bump stocks. The district court erred by finding that the ATF's final rule was entitled to Chevron deference. The Sixth Circuit Court ruling said, and because we find that single function of the trigger, it, it just goes like this. It pulls the trigger every single time it fires. This is automatic fire. Hold the trigger and it shoots, 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 shoots. That doesn't happen with a bump stock. Bump stock goes like this and it pulls every single time. It's not a machine gun. Okay. Single function of the trigger refers to the mechanical process of the trigger. We further hold that a bump stock cannot be classified as a machine gun because a bump stock does not enable a semi-automatic firearm to fire more than one shot each time the trigger is pulled. Here in Florida, it's still illegal. Yeah, and I'm sure it will be, but... No, no, in Florida. Yeah, I know, I understand. In Florida, they passed that law in Florida, and I'm sure it will be. But that may get overthrown now that they have decided this at that level. And so there are states that also outlawed them, and the lefty states will never give them back. But you may be able to get these things in states that didn't pass that law or a state like Florida that may undo that law now. There you go. Thank you for that. From the blaze... 
State's attorney Marilyn Mosby announces that Baltimore will no longer prosecute prostitution, drug possession, or other low-level crimes. Just, yeah, brilliant. I can't believe that I'm going to say I'm actually happy to read a statement from Sharon Stone, but listen to this. From the Washington Times, Sharon Stone, cancel culture is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yes, she gets one of these from me. Mail online. Okay, how long can you, how long can you hold your breath? A minute and a half? Two minutes? Okay, two minutes. Four minutes? Can you do four minutes? Listen to this. Okay, listen to this. I want you to practice a lot more. A lot more. Mail online. Breathtaking. Diver holds his breath underwater for 24 minutes and 33 seconds to set a new world record. Yes, he did it. They Every year they have these challenges and they put him underwater and he held his breath for 24 minutes and 33 seconds. Listen, these people condition themselves and they condition themselves and you can do anything if you put your mind to it. Remember that? Didn't they tell you that when you were a kid, mom and dad? Okay. Well, 24 minutes, and I, I, I thought I'd throw that in. I know it has nothing to do with the Prophecy Update, but that is, that is amazing. I got down to about 40 feet and stay there for about, uh, you know... 10 seconds. seconds. Yeah, right. me too. I'd free dive down probably 20 yeah. feet or so, but yeah. I'm telling you, that is incredible yeah. the there. That's awesome. The guy that did it found Jesus after his wife died, and that's how he... Oh, is that right? She said that the guy that did that found Jesus after his wife died. So praise the Lord. We got a Christian that set a world record. Woo! Okay, talking about that, I've got a lesser cure for you. Tell me what we're talking about. Jesus has come back to life. He's ended our suffering and strife. To heaven we'll go. He's defeated the foe. He'll treat us as his beloved wife. Good job. Okay, I got two ironies for you. Or I'm sorry, just one irony. I took one of them out because I added something at the end. Mail online. Asian woman. I have no sympathy on this person at all. This much. Asian woman running for New York City Council attacked in hate crime by black woman did not want to report it because the attacker was not white. I have no sympathy on that person at all. And I have a special news article for you before we close from the Superior Word News Service. This day, 1,989 years ago on 13 April of AD 32, Jesus Christ came out of the grave. He is risen. Such is the world we live in. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett. This is the Superior Word, and that is your Prophecy Update for the week. Hallelujah.